Vision Sky. And this is Jasmine. And we are your hosts of the Get Into This podcast. So, Get Into This is all about finding that special kind of flair in business, entrepreneurship, fashion, beauty, and people like yourselves. So, get into this as we dive in. Welcome to season two, episode two of Get Into This Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine, and um, we have a special guest with us. Um, See Virgo. Yes. Hi. You guys may um, or may not remember. Well, you definitely will remember her um, if you've tuned into season one of our podcast. Um, we had her, um, I believe it was episode it was not five it was maybe four yes yes <laughs> maybe i'm not sure yeah so so go back um if you haven't listened to um season one featuring c virgo um and if you have c virgo will introduce herself again hi <laughs> hi everyone i'm c virgo i'm back for the second time Yay. with my favorite peeps get into this podcast i had a moment <laughs> y'all <laughs> Um, so Vision is not here with us today, um, hit sad button, but, um, but C Virgo will, you know, be talking more about like her current projects, yes. what she's into. Yeah. So why don't you just start off by, um, introducing, you know, yourself again, um, just for the people that may not have heard you from season one and then just go into what kind of projects you're all right i can definitely do that hello everyone the beautiful listeners out there (laughs) i am c virgo i am a rapper singer filmmaker and uh you know bona fide hustler because it's hard out here (laughs) but um yeah i've been creating films for about four or five six no, I'm going to say five years, max. And I recently just got into making music. Um, I released an EP, Introducing C. Virgo, out on SoundCloud right now. Um, I released it on July 26th, and it's just been a really cool experience and an awakening-type experience as an artist because... Um, so many times it's like when you are good at one thing, you think that's all you're supposed to do until you figure out you're good at multiple things. Mm-hmm. So making music... Uh, after being a filmmaker for so long, I was like, all right, I am good at multiple things, and um, I'm just going to keep being good at multiple things and until mm-hmm. I get tired. Um, yeah, and that's it for now. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned that you dropped a new album, a new release. Yeah. Um, EP? Yeah, EP. EP, EP. new EP. Yeah. Next up, album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the plan, that's the plan. Studio album. <laughs> yeah, but you dropped your EP July 26th, you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that wasn't too far off from our season one episode together. No, it wasn't. So you really, you know, made that happen. Yeah, I Which did. is very admirable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a process because, it, again, it was my first time making a music project. And I was still trying to figure out what it is that I wanted for myself as a music artist especially because I've never thought of myself as a music artist Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I mentioned it in the first episode but I've been writing my entire life and I actually 
did have like a dream when I was younger of like wanting to become a rapper. But if you can't tell, I guess I have a soft voice or whatever. So compare this soft voice from when I was like a little girl before puberty. So it was like Mickey Mouse level voice. So when I mentioned that dream, everybody was like, yo, you wildin'. Yeah. Don't do that. You have the <laughs> voice of Mickey Mouse. Ain't nobody gonna take you serious. And so I was like, all right. With a crush, so I was like, cool. <laughs> like, I won't be a rapper then. I'll find something else to be good at. But I never stopped writing. And it was like, poetry was always, like, an important aspect of who I am and who I've become because it was, like, my way of coping. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to revisit this because the thought never stopped coming in my head. And the more I got involved with people who created music and they was like, yo, you don't need to, you know be some super hot level thing all you got to do is make music to make music i was like i could do that (laughs) so i was like yeah and i had like a really great support system throughout the whole Mm -hmm. thing people encouraging me like whenever i felt like nah i don't want to do this no it was like the hell you not right (laughs) i was like all right i'm gonna do it then and i released it and um the love and support I've gotten after that release, I was really amazed and like shocked by how many people actually liked the EP. I was like, oh shit. Aww. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. No, no, okay, can. okay, all right, cool. <laughs> like, oh, cool. I can, um, y'all really vibe with me. That's really nice. And I'm very, and sometimes I feel like I have to overcompensate my appreciation because I'm not really used to being, like, I can be very excited and extroverted about my appreciation but sometimes I really don't know how to do that because I feel like I'm saying thank you so many times to so many different people that I don't Mm -hmm. know if like if I keep being extroverted about my thanks if it's coming off as like not genuine and like I'm really genuine it's just it's just so hard being genuine to so many people at the same time and finding that creative way of being thankful but honestly I'm really simple when it comes to it. So it's like, thank you for listening. Thank you for loving my music. And yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And you talked a lot about like your support system and being around other um music artists mm-hmm. as well to lift you up and that's very important nowadays because um community is everything yes it is and if you don't have any like anyone holding you accountable yeah um, you know for your actions or just like anyone in your corner it's like it could be kind of hard it can be and um that actually reminded me of the event i went to yesterday yes, uh culture con that's really cool yes. i've been seeing you guys going <laughs> to events y'all lit yes. <laughs> i like i could i wasn't in a i wasn't um able to go last year mm-hmm. um I had like lost my job like and I just wasn't financially in a place to go because mm-hmm. it's actually very expensive yeah but, I can a lot of these festivals are yeah. yeah I know but you know it was actually worth it and um there was like so many different people there in the industry different industries that's really um, cool in music there was Dave East I don't nice. know if you've I've him. heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Dave. East. I think I listened to a couple of his songs before. Yeah, he's yeah. like, it's it's good. <laughs> he's good. Um, Dave East, Justine Sky was yeah, there. She has a beautiful voice. Yes. Yeah. And um, I was shocked because she said she left Rock Nation. Really? Yeah. She's been there for a long time. Yeah, she's independent now. So she said good she's like her. trying to navigate that. Good so, for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, there was also. I cannot remember her name right now. Sorry. Um, she 
basically she's the first Asian um, female in hip hop. Um, and she really, yeah, wow. um, not necessarily rapping, but she works with a lot of like artists. Um, she mm-hmm. like directed like an HBO film. Cool. Um, she's nice. done a lot of um, big things in the hip hop world. Um, I feel like I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember her name either now. Yeah, I'm not exactly it's not Constance. Sure. It's not Constance Wu. She's an actress. No. A dope actress, by the way. Yeah, she's very great. Really good. I can't remember her name. Mm. I can't sorry. remember. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I'll be sure to, like, update you guys um, on Instagram with that name. Um, you know, like, in stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was very cool, um, very inspiring to listen to. Um other than music, there were, like, a lot of creatives, like, in media, mm-hmm. which can be good for music. Yeah, definitely. Um, people, Great for music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People in production, people in TV, like, freaking yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross oh, was there. That lady has yeah. my heart Exactly. Forever. Regina King. Regina King. Yes. All queens in their own special ways. Yes. Uh, I want to get like that when I grow up. Yes. <laughs> um, it was very powerful, very impactful. And when you when you mentioned that, um, you know, you had other uh, music artists around you, like it made me think about some of the creatives that I ran into. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen them at other events mm-hmm. and like we keep in contact because we keep att- running into each right. other. Yeah. So it's very powerful, a very special a very mm-hmm. special thing to have like an event and have like the same people, you know, attending. That's wonderful. It really is. Honestly, anytime I go to an event to support my friends, yeah. whenever they have something, I go there with my girls and we like, "Hey, that's my boy. That's my bro. <laughs> that's my sis up on that stage." Like, yes. y'all better bow down. <laughs> yes. Like, honestly, community is really something that mm-hmm. you cannot buy. It's not something that you can just conjure up out of thin air. It's really just all about the relationships and the and just the connection that you have with people. You need to you need people in your circle who understand what you're going through because it's hard being a creative person and you need someone you need multiple someones to just have your back and like be like, yo, everything is gonna be okay. I know it's hard right now. That's normal, but you have to finish this, otherwise you're not gonna you're gonna regret it if you don't. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, you right. I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna keep going. Right. So yeah, community, get that and don't take it for granted. You know. Yeah. And it's also important to like figure out who's genuinely there for your well being and who's there to just be there for when you like glow up type thing when you on your come up yeah. because a lot of people they'll just keep you around because of the things that they can do for you and yeah that's okay it's human nature to be around people who can help you in life but it's also important that that's not the only reason that they're there I feel like a lot of times people demonize the fact that people you want to keep people around because of the things that they can do for you and there's nothing wrong with that when it becomes wrong is when it's the only reason that they're there for you you need someone who will be there for you when you're like struggling. You need somebody who's there for you when you succeed. You need somebody there for you when you're confused. You need somebody there for you when you need a shoulder to cry on, when you need someone who needs to make sense and when things aren't making sense. There's like so many multiple reasons why somebody has to be in your corner. It's like it's a balance relationships and you just have to make sure that balance doesn't get disrupted, you know? Yeah. So. Definitely. And what do you think about, like, the flip side of that, which is being alone, being 
not surrounded by people because at the end of the day like people can like you know tell you you know like you should do this Mm -hmm. but it's up to you to really like foster that and take ownership of it because it's your stuff yeah so like what what does that look like for you for me (laughs) Honestly, nobody can tell me to do something that I don't want to do at the end of the day. I'm very sound. No, that's not the word. I'm very comfortable with myself when it comes to things that I want to do and what I can do because I constantly think about where things can end up, how things can go. So if I make a decision, it's not a decision that's made lightly. So I feel like I'm, as long as you know at the end of the day what's good for you and what you want, you really it really doesn't matter what other people say, but it also is important to like take the the words of other people when you're considering what's best for you because sometimes you do need like some wise words some people need to put things into perspective for you when you don't even when you think you've thought of every single scenario sometimes you really don't because me I could be a know-it-all sometimes but then when I speak to like my mother and my best friend and then they put me on to something I'm like all right I see that I understand that but at the end of the day I do things that are best for me because it's my life yeah (laughs) but um I always listen, especially when people are, like, trying to have my best interest at heart. Like, I'm always going to listen. But at the end of the day, if I feel like I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And if I feel like I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. It's, it's that simple. It's, like, yeah. black or white. Yeah. Um, but it's, I feel like it's also hard sometimes. It is. It's like, do you have my best interest? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it that is. That kind of thing. But sometimes at the end, that's why it's important for you to make decisions and not for other people to make those decisions. It's like you could think about the words people say, but at the end of the day, if something is making you uncomfortable, you have to think of why it's making you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Or if something is making you comfortable, then it's like, all right, you also have to think about why it's making you comfortable. There's so many different, anything that you're about to get yourself into, it's always important to ask the important question, why? Like, why? People don't think about the whys enough. It's like, oh, they think of all the things that, you know, it can happen and, like, the things that, you know, the good, the bad. But it's like, why is it a bad thing? Why is it a good thing? You have to think outside of black and white sometimes because everything, even though people seem to think that everything is black and white, sometimes life has a little color in it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you have to (laughs) think about everything in order for you to like follow through what it is because in the long run you're going to be sitting down in a chair thinking like man why did I even do this in the first place because that's the question those are the important questions you have to that's the important question you always have to ask yourself is why like always ask that (laughs) um you had me when you just said uh it could be black or white but a little bit of color (laughs) (laughs) I like that yeah (laughs) No, that it is important to ask why and ask questions to yourself, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that um, a few people yesterday in the panels like did you know mention mm, you know go okay. back to like why you started mm-hmm. why you wanted to do that said thing yeah. you know and, and sometimes you can't listen to everyone mm-hmm. so it's it's good to kind of get your um, opinions on that yeah. also um, another thing they talked about was making the space for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that may look like a quiet space yep. just a space to show up yep. you know show out yep. um a space for your creative your creative yeah. juices because 
um, you know, everyone can create. A lot of people create some of the same things, but mm-hmm. it's like, what are you creating? What What do you want to see mm-hmm. that is like that could be Im- impactful to mm-hmm. someone else? Yeah, like not necessarily like recreating something that someone else did, but what do you want to see? Yes. So <laughs> that like having that space to do that. So there were just there was a lot of talk about yeah. spaces. I like think of my is like my me time. Yeah, a lot of people say they don't have time to relax. And I think that's a load of baloney (laughs) because it's important. Relaxing and having time for yourself is super important because when you're so consumed by your everyday struggles and your everyday responsibilities and you don't have time to think and just have that space for you, a lot of things can, like, go over your head. Like, you could be doing something just because to do it, and you don't even realize that you're unhappy with that situation because mm-hmm. you didn't take that time to decompress, to think about your day, to think about what it is you want out of life. Like, me, I schedule my me times. Like, you can say that you don't have time, but I find the time. Like, even in, like, my super busy days, I'll be like, all right, mom, all right, sis, leave me alone. Yeah. Don't bother me right now. And they respect it. And also you have to make sure, and to going back to like community and stuff like that, you have to make sure the people you have in your circle respect it when you say, don't bother me right now. Mm. Or I don't have the mind capacity to listen to your problems right now. I need this time for myself. Come back to me in 10 to 15 minutes. And they respect it. And I cut the people out of my life who don't respect my time, who don't respect my mind because I have I'm known for being like the person you come to to talk about problems and you know that's cool that's all right yeah but when I say not right now you best believe you're gonna respect me when I say not right now because then it has me thinking is my mental not is my mental health not important to you yeah that you can't give me my 10-15 minutes yeah before I give you the half an hour hour that it'll take for me to listen to you and to come up with solutions to your problems it's like it's things like that that are so important that people don't think of and I thought about that when I forced me time into my schedule because I realized because going I don't know if I mentioned this in the first episode I burnt myself out when I was making films back to back for four years like Mm -hmm. I had to take a year off to recover because that's how burnt out I was I didn't have any me time I didn't have time to relax it was always either work film friends school and everything else in between it was no time for me yeah so when I made that vow to make sure that I made space for myself I was like okay I need to observe. I need to make sure that the people in my life understand that I love them, but sometimes I need to love myself too. So, yeah, that's um, something that I've learned mm-hmm. <laughs> in my course of, like, getting used to, like, this creative life. Because this creative life is all love, but it'll, it'll burn you out if you let it. So Real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for a long time. For a long time. <laughs> like, I won't come back to a project for, like, mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, but that's very important. Mm -hmm. um, What you were saying about having like the me time Mm -hmm. and making that making that intentional time. Mm -hmm. It's it's all about being intentional. Yeah, like anytime. Yep. Anytime I people tell me, Chrissy, I don't have to. I'm like, yes, you do. Find the time. (laughs) Right. Find it. Because if I can find it with everything that I've got going on, 
then you can find it too. It's really, it does people think me time has to be like an entire day or like a week. And I'm like, no, you only need like, like sometimes if all you have is 10, 15 minutes of like thing, then take that because it's important. Like you never know what you could discover about yourself in 10 to 15 minutes. So it's like, take that time. It's really, and it's like, if the world was going to end between those 10, 15 minutes, then it was going to end anyway. You know, That's true. like if like and it's like you can't find solutions to something if it was already going to fall apart anyway. So you might as well take that time to decompress, reevaluate yourself and then come back with solutions when you have like a clear mind, a clear headed. Like anytime something like hits, like shit hits the fan, I'm like, OK, OK, okay. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to come back. <laughs> All right, I'm going to come back and I take a minute. And, like, I flip out or, like, I, like, cry or, like, ah, oh gosh. Like, you know, anything yeah. that I need to do in that moment. But then anytime I'm done, with like, with that little bit of me time, I come back with a solution because I took that time to freak out. Because I took that time to yeah. be, like, damn, the world really is over. But it's, like, it really isn't because once I come back with a solution, people's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I'm, like. So it's just, you know, there's time. You just got to make that time. Make it. Like, I know saying it sounds easy because I know it's hard. But honestly, hard things, like good things in life don't always come easy, you know. Yeah. That me time, you got to work for it. You got to find that time, you know. So I feel like that. that's all I had to say on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you with the whole, like, making a solution. Mm -hmm. That's major key. Mm -hmm. um, I'm personally, I'm still, like, trying to um, develop more of me time. Mm -hmm. So now I'm doing, like, 15 minutes, mm -hmm. like you just mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, every day, just sitting there, mm -hmm. no music, mm -hmm. nothing, like, just sitting there. Yeah. Just letting um, the Spirit, like, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, if you believe in that, there like, you, you know, just. Yeah coming to me and then I like write stuff down like yeah. if, if I like feel something on my heart to write down yes. or like a vision then I'll write that down exactly but it's very hard it is very <laughs> hard I like if you're like me I'm always on the go mm -hmm. like I, I definitely understand that I'm rarely yep. at home yeah so when I am at home I'm like I gotta do this first <laughs> yep me uh, let me think how do I like usually my me time if if I'm not home then I'll find a park I'll find yeah. a bench Sometimes my me time is, like, on the train. I, like, take little naps. Yeah. Like, not long ones because, you know, MTA is wild. But, you know, I take little cat naps and then I wake <laughs> up and I'm like, okay. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for my day. Like, because my train ride to class is an hour and some change sometimes. Mm. So it's like I try to find a seat. I, like, calculate. Like, okay, I'm about to hit this stop. So that means my me time is going to start now once I find my seat. So I sit down, put my headphones in, and I just listen to music, and I'm thinking about my day. And then I don't, then when I'm done with that, I'll be like, all right, Chrissy, mm -hmm. you could chill now. It's all right. And that's my me time. Sometimes your me time doesn't always have to be in the comforts of your room and stuff. Because, like, if you're living in New York, that's low key unrealistic. Because, like you said, you're always on the run, you're always on yep. the go. So you got to get creative with your me time on the train, on the bench outside, go to find a park. Like, if it wasn't getting chilly right now, I have this little park that's by my school. I usually yes. go over there, and yes. I sit down, and I relax, and I, you know, listen to the birds and stuff. But it's getting cold. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's know. getting cold. So, I'm a tr I am mean, and also, like, we going through renovations in my house. I don't know if anyone's lived through a renovation while living in the actual house, but 
that is hard. And right wow. now my room is like on the chopping block. So I'm like, dang. I'm like kind of unhinged right now. But mm-hmm. like it was by like dumb luck that I left this dress hanging on the wall. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear that today. Because yes. <laughs> everything else is in bags. <laughs> yes that's what you gotta go through when you like but honestly put, like cross your fingers my room will be done by the end of the week Yay. and um i have a room again <laughs> so yeah i'm just like it's really you gotta get creative you know because me time isn't always gonna be yoga and i don't know what else people do to relax but mm-hmm. it's not always gonna be those things that you see on youtube you know sometimes you gotta get creative yeah so yeah. And um that's another thing that kind of came up kind of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if you're familiar with the fashion brand Pierre Moss. I think so. Um think they just had a legendary catwalk show um at the King's Theater. Um I feel like I've heard <laughs> I feel like I've heard of them before, but I just I can't put a face to it right now. I don't know. That's me. Like I feel like I scroll so much through mm-hmm. things that I really just forget. Mm-hmm. And I have a Pierre Moss. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah. Pierre Moss. Yeah. I watch when I leave this podcast. I'm yes. gonna remember, but I'm not gonna remember right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the founder um, Kirby Jean Raymond. Ooh. And um, his team, um, they were on stage answering questions yesterday. And um, I forgot the question that kind of led him to the answer. But Kirby was saying that, you know, when you have that time for yourself, it's not just going to be like behind a computer. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to be sitting, you know, just staring or reading. Like sometimes you have to be in the mix. And I think he was saying, like, in the mix as in New York, the hustle Mm -hmm. and bustle, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's going to have to be, like, in loud spaces Mm -hmm. with people mixing, you know, connecting with one another. So it's not always going to be, like, you know. Mm -hmm. Wow. Ten seconds of silence. Um, um, I guess, you know, I'm in line yeah. with the greats. Yes. That's great. Yo. I'm like, I'm in the right. So I'm glad I'm doing something, right? right. <laughs> That's and, really cool. Right. So, I mean, it's just interesting how, like, you know, this has to happen in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's much older than us, but not too old, but <laughs> sorry. But, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's inevitable. Like, it, yeah. it's going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. like us trying to find a time for ourselves Mm -hmm. that it's it's just gonna happen in life yeah it is and it'll probably happen again when we're older we have to adjust to the changes Mm -hmm. yep exactly that we gotta just go with the punches ride the wave that's my friend would say (laughs) yes ride the wave go with the flow that's like literally how i've been living my life for like the past year or two Mm -hmm. like i can't stress about the things i can't change i've become really good at that like once i realize i can't change something i'm like all right i'm gonna let it go yeah it is what it is yeah because ooh, that stress it'll drive you crazy there's so much to stress about so my logic is if i can't change it Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just let it go. (laughs) Yeah. Let it go because I got 10 other things to stress about. So that's not gonna be one of them. Right. 99 problems. 99 problems. That's not one. That's not one. So, like, going back to like your EUP Mm -hmm. and your music, can you tell us more about like what, um, like, what the premise is? Like, what the, like, what is it about? My EP, it 
literally is an introduction to me becoming an artist. That's something that I realized. And I did it all in four songs, which is, I still feel like it's not enough. But at the end of the day, in those four songs, I feel like it emulates the person that I was when I released that EP. Like, before I even released that EP, it was kind of just the hello to, like, the new person that I am and what I won't put up with and what... I, what I've learned so much when I was going through a really difficult time in my life because um, it was just a lot. It was just so much drama, you mm-hmm. know, with, like, boys and family yeah. and all the icky-dicky stuff in between. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, man, it's just a difficult time. And so I decided to, like, make that EP and dedicate it to C. Virgo because Chrissy can't always deal with the stuff so I'm like all right I'm gonna make this little persona see Virgo who understands me and who wants and who has like a voice to like speak her pain speak her truth speak anything that she wants to talk about because Chrissy can't type thing so Mm. it's like um that's really it it's just an introduction to see Virgo like yo this is it this is me this is who I am if you got a problem, don't come to Chrissy. Go to Seabird. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's basically what my EP is about. Even in, like, one of my songs, in my first, the first song on my EP, which is, like, about It's Enough, my first song, my first EP uh, on the... <laughs> I'm The first song on my EP is Enough, and it's basically about how I don't feel like I'm enough sometimes, you know? It's really hard being out here, especially as a black girl. It's just, like, so much is pitted against us, and it's like, she's just like, you gotta be, you gotta have good hair, you gotta be excelling at everything that you do. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to compete. And it's just, it's tiring. It's really, it's hard being a black girl. And I was just like, I, right. I, you know, which being me could be enough. One day I'll live for myself. Peace be so far away. I just want a little touch. You know, mm. it's just, um, that's just something as simple as that. Not feeling like you enough in a world where all you give is your all. Type mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, that's. I hope that answered the question. <laughs> no, you did. Holy, cool, 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 that's cool. amazing. Yeah, um, and I do remember you uh, mentioning um, your music briefly, like in um, the first mm-hmm. season, um, about like you know how you went through trying times mm-hmm. and you were able to have that as an outlet. Yeah, that's very important too. It is. That was my music. Is like even when I didn't realize it, music has always been an outlet for me because I think because I let what people said to me when I was young, like so young, it's amazing what you hold on to from when you're a child and how much it affects you when you're an adult. Like that's something I've realized when I was making this music too because I was like, I'm still hearing the naysayers from when I was a little girl when I said I wanted to be a rapper. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dang, Chrissy. Yeah. Like you was like eight. Get over it. But I can get over it because, you know, when you're a kid, you absorb everything when yes. you're a kid. And so, like, for me to shake it off in adulthood, and I didn't even realize I was harboring those feelings from my childhood. It's like, I can't just shake it off. I got to dissect this. I got to understand why what those people said to me affected me so much. And it's just like, I'm still to this day trying to figure out why those the things those people said to me affects me so much. But the thing is, even now that I realize that it's a problem, I don't let it hinder my progress. Because at the end of the day, I want to make music. I love music. You know, I've been singing since I was a little girl. When I was in school, when I went to church, like, I was singing. 
And, you know, and, like, I had a loud voice. People loved to put me in there because, like, I was loud. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I was just like, all right. Like, that's such a contradiction. Like, y'all ain't want me to make music, but y'all love to keep me in your choirs. Mm. And it's just like, see? See, my life is a whole contradiction. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, um, yeah, I'm still figuring out. But I know, like, wholeheartedly, like, I'm going to keep making music because it's, like, my outlet and I'm good at it. And I have so much to say that I don't feel like I'd be able to say it another way except through music. Like, of mm -hmm. course, I have film and I have a lot to say through that. But you can't always tell this a story, you know, the same way. Hi. Hi. You made it. <laughs> Vision just came. Hi, Vision. <laughs> Ooh, I love them jeans. Them jeans is so cute. Yes. But yeah, that's um that's basically what music is going. That's what's going on with my music and how I'm gonna keep like growing and telling my stories, you mm -hmm. know. So yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so Vision just locked in. Yes. Good morning. Yes. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just talking about like, you know, music, expression, mm -hmm. um, claiming your space, um, having me time. Yeah. Um, but just now we were talking about um C Virgo's new music, mm -hmm. um, her new four songs. Yeah. That dropped already? Yep. Yes. Oh, okay. came out, they came out July 26th, introducing the C Virgo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, it's course. out on SoundCloud. Please go and listen. <laughs> the plug. Yeah. <laughs> go and listen to that. Tell me what you think. If you love it, listen to it. If you hate it, listen to it. If you're not sure, listen to it until you decide what it is that you're feeling. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And oh God. <laughs> no, that's it. I was done. I was like, I was just smiling. <laughs> I know. Oh, sorry. Um, that I personally loved it. Like no! I may have posted, <laughs> I may have posted about it. That um, you like dropped it pretty much the same weekend as Curl Fest. Oh, so yeah. on my way to Curl Fest, I was listening to. It. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, so that like, just made me so happy. <laughs> black girl magic yes. type of mood. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm so glad that you loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that day, oh my gosh! Honestly, the whole week, like, like it was like once I finally set a date because my friends, you know, I hate them but I love them. Mm -hmm. It was like Christy, when you go set a date, when you gonna set a date? Oh, and I'm like, when I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were they were right to push me to set a date, and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, fine, July 26. And the closer we got to July 26, I was like, ah, my stomach was hurting. I was like, Aww. I was so nervous. I was like, what if people just hate it? And I'm just like, that's cool. But at the end of the day, it really not. It's not mm -hmm. going to be cool if people. But honestly, I feel like since I loved it so much, other people were going to love mm -hmm. it. But even still, you never know. Yeah. You never know. And I feel like that's what made me so nervous is the you don't know part. But um, honestly, people still to this day who just listen to it, they're like, yo, Chrissy, it's so dope. It's so cool. And I'm just like, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Keep listening. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm working. Right now, I'm not in the studio, but I've definitely mm -hmm. been doing a lot of writing. It's a lot of writing going on. And um, I'm probably going to have something out by next year again, maybe a Ooh. single or two yeah. that's going to come out. Um. 
So look out for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. now. Yeah. See, like I'm one of those people that's like, don't rush your art, but also I'm like, give me yeah. more. <laughs> honestly, the amount of people who have been, because honestly, I was going to drop something last month, but mm-hmm. I decided to hold out on it because I was like, nah, not yet. Right. This is it. Because after creating Introduced to Virgo, I realized that I know what I want more as far as my sound is concerned. And I feel like the music that I've been, I was making to release last month, I was like, it kind of shifted. So it's like dealing with like, oh, wait, I really loved this before, but I don't want to put that out anymore because Mm -hmm. my taste kind of changed. I'm like, I want to do something different. Mm -hmm. And the person, um, LV, (laughs) I texted, um, Mike LV, follow him on Instagram, SoundCloud. He, you know, is an engineer and it was very vital in creating Introducing C Virgo. So shout out to LV. He, he has been the one I've been going into the studio with and I was like, yo, LV, um, I know I said that I was going to do this, but we not doing this no more. He was like, what? (laughs) Like, yeah, and he was like, all right, I get it, I get it. It'd be like that. So I'm like, yeah, really supportive. I really love LV. That's like my homie. <laughs> like, I love him to death. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I I had a question. Oh, yes. Well, not a question. Uh, just a comment mm-hmm. about your music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it It's going to reach the people that it's going to reach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's, even if it's just, like, one person, like, vision, like, <laughs> she, she, like, thought it was dope, and, yes. like, she, like, received something from it, mm-hmm. you know, and it could speak to someone else, too. Mm-hmm. And the people that did comment um, and wished you well on mm-hmm. it and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like, those are the people that you need around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, like, supporting it from the mm-hmm. jump, like, when it's, like... When it's not reaching millions, mm-hmm. like the people that are still like, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, you know? like hold on to those. And it really it reminds me when I forget that I'm actually pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I feel like you know what, I'm kind of feeling discouraged, and then it's all of a sudden I'll get a message on Instagram I'm like, "Yo, Chrissy," <laughs> and yes. I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah. <laughs> that reminded me. That woke me up. Right. Like, like just like two days ago someone messaged me like i just listened to your project it was really good and i was like wow people still listening to this day that's that's cool yeah. <laughs> like that's really cool so um i'm on honestly i'm really happy with the little following that i have right now like people are really like fans of me and i'm mm-hmm. like oh that's so, so good sweet. Too. especially yeah. the people supporting you mm-hmm. and like um working with your timing too mm-hmm. like it's all about your timing because mm-hmm. it's your art, it's your project. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to just put out something yeah, kind of fast. Exactly. Saying, you're not feeling. Exactly. So it's really good. The people that support you, not just listening, mm-hmm. but like, okay, put it out today. Put yeah. it out next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Right. Do you? Yep, yep, yep. Those <laughs> are important people. Because yes. honestly, I feel like sometimes people get confused with like encouragement and like, just pushing too far because i had Mm -hmm. like a couple people they were like yo chrissy you said you was gonna do this and i'm like y'all this music thing it's not as easy as it looks it takes a lot of energy it takes money it takes creativity and it's like sometimes i don't have all of those things at the same time Mm -hmm. you know it's really Mm -hmm. like 
what else was I gonna say? I was like, I was gonna have like I was had some type of metaphor set up, but I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> but it's just like it's like you know you gotta it has to, it has to all come together when it comes together, and so I'm not gonna just release something if I'm not feeling it, feeling it. You know, I need to make sure that I love it just as much as I know you'll love it because then mm-hmm. I'll be more confident in myself as an artist, and I'll be like, and so if like someone does have something to say about it, if they do disagree and they don't like the music, it'll be like, all right, that's cool if you don't like it but I love it and other people love it too but if I just release something that I made and it's like I'm not that confident in it but other people love it and if somebody's like I don't like it I'm like well I don't like it either but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I don't, that's no way to make art you have right. to love what you release you know so that's um that's why I'm like really taking my time with like making sure I'm like crafting what I love mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, y'all gonna get it when y'all get it. Yeah. <laughs> In the most loving way possible. Yeah. <laughs> and it all comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. you have to wake up and if if you know, this eventually is like full time for you, mm-hmm. like I mean which it is actually. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you you're like listening to it, you're it's like you're the critic. Yeah. And so it's like you definitely have to love it exactly. more than anyone else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I I really do admire you because, you know, first season we talked about this shortly after you dropped it. Yeah. Like you you're doing it. Yeah. Like I'm still trying to work on releasing other stuff <laughs> that I wrote down months ago. It's <laughs> a cool. couple years ago too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly but honest you seeing me getting it done but you didn't see me when i was like just thinking about it mm-hmm. yeah you know this was like years and years in the making of yeah. like before i actually just got up and did it like it took years of encouragement it took years of building the confidence so it's like don't be so discouraged that you haven't released other projects yet because at the end of the day you have to get yourself together mm-hmm. before you are able to release the things that you really want to release because at the end of the day you could make a dope project but if you're not together like you're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor so (sighs) you know just you know take take as much time as you need you we still young i feel like we forget this like i'm i I just turned 21 and i'm happy birthday thank you like it's just like and my mom she she was like chrissy do you know how much you've accomplished at such a young age i'm like but ma i don't got that much time i gotta do this and she's like chrissy baby like relax take a chill pill and i'm like all right you right but i still gotta do this i still gotta do that mine is always racing with things that i want to do things that i have to get done but uh it's the skill to like slow down apparently mm-hmm. because you know and then also anytime I feel like I'm going too fast I remind myself of that four year burnout and I was like yeah I'm not going back to that again mm-hmm. that was an extremely difficult time I was like whew mm-hmm. I'm not doing that again <laughs> that was a lot so um, I, I feel like remembering when I was sick from working myself like a dog mm-hmm. is a really good reminder for me to slow down when I'm going too fast Cause I don't want to go to that place again. So it's like, all right, Chrissy, you going too fast? Relax. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to talk to yourself. Yeah, listen to you yourself. Listen to yourself. <laughs> listen to that voice in your head, like your voice. Yeah, the yeah, good ones. Yeah, you know? <laughs> the, one, the, the one that's on the left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the devil on the left. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I I um I feel you with the slowing down mm-hmm. and how we're like super young. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to one of my other girlfriends about this because um a few days ago I met a couple of older women mm-hmm. and you know they looked good. Yes. Um, I did not know they, they were twice you know my age. I but always like, think about Angela Bassett. <laughs> I want to I want to age like Angela. She yes. Good. <laughs> she looks. She looks good. She's sickening at how good she looks. I'm like, how you do that? Yes. <laughs> And Tracy Ellis Ross too. Tracy. She's forty. Oh she's forty seven. Girl, where? <laughs> right. Where? Walking with like six six inch heels. Oh forty seven minutes after twenty one years old. Oh, wait, what? Cicely, Cicely Tyson. She looks she good. She kicking and flipping on stages on Broadway. Like, girl, yes. how you do that? How? What you eating? You eating your celery, your spinach? What you doing? They like, all say water. Oh, water. Oh, yeah, honestly, water. water. Yep, water is important. I've been drinking water. I've been doing. I slipped. And like I got two little friends up here, mm. and like I was like, I, right, I learned my lesson. Not really though, because I'm gonna still slip up, but I'm gonna be more mindful of it because right. I feel like where I slipped up was where I popped one, and like so now I have like a scar that's mm. gonna come and it's gonna take forever for it to fade away. And I was you just, can. I'm kicking myself for that. I'm so upset, but I couldn't resist. It. Right, I, I got that bad habit. Too. I tried not to pop it, but I got some good stuff out of it. Like I'm. <laughs> Honestly, I really enjoy pimple popping. That's oh something. God. I'm sorry. Like, I watch the videos. <laughs> I watch the videos. There are people. There are people. Yes, there's like a whole little group of us mm-hmm. out here in this world who enjoy watching pimple popping videos and who enjoys popping. Like it's a whole profession. Yeah, it like is, and I like. And honestly, if I had the patience to like become a doctor and do that, I'd have probably did it. But I'm not. <laughs> honestly, and like so, it, I got caught up. But I'm doing my facial products, and I'm putting yes. my little tea tree oil, and I'm not touching it no more. Cause mm-hmm. honestly, I did so well with clearing up my skin, and then I just popped it. And I, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is makeup right now. One coat of Fenty, you know. Oh, I have high too. Fenty. Yes, yeah. Fenty. You know. <laughs> But um, but under wait, what underneath this is really good. It's good skin, like from what it was a few years ago. So mm-hmm. I've been doing my work. I've been drinking my water, mm-hmm. cutting out the juices, and you know, mm-hmm. any soda I drink is usually Sprite or ginger ale, mm-hmm. and it's when I'm out like a little vents. But even then, I drink a boatload of water after that. So That's good. drink your agua, folks. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. I, I have, like, this really big scar on my nose. Uh, I had one here, too, right yeah, in the middle. Mm. Yeah. Popped popped a blackhead. Yeah. yeah. Some blackheads. Um, anyways. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> skincare routine. Skincare like. routine. <laughs> um, but the older women I met the other day, mm-hmm. they just looked very happy with mm-hmm. where they are. So and they were very encouraging. They were encouraging me to, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, take my time with things. Just kind of like what you were just mm-hmm. saying. So I, like, just, I just had a moment of, like, thinking back to that conversation mm-hmm. that we had. And it's just like, wow, like, I thought you guys were, like, much younger. Mm-hmm. Like, I have so much life to live. Like, I can, you know, take mm-hmm. my time and get yep. to where they are. Yep. I don't know, but... Yeah, it was cool. Shout out to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out saying. to y'all. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, sort of <laughs> but like, I just always wonder what make what is it in us that makes us want to rush? Like, how were we taught in school that makes us want to be like, oh no, we don't have that much time. We gotta hurry. Like, that's we're a good not question. That old. We didn't even touch thirty. We didn't even. T- we ain't even sprinkle on it. Right. Like, yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like it's the need to want to relax. I think it's because we think the only time we can relax is when we're successful. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, it's like this imaginary thing where it's like when you have all your success and all your money, that means you can relax. But I've been told that that's a whole lot of lies mm-hmm. because when you actually have the success and you have the money, your whole life is going to be dedicated to keeping that. And that's mm-hmm. just a whole nother stress in itself. So basically now is the time where you're supposed to be relaxing and, you know, enjoying your life. And I'm trying to do that on top of working and surviving. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, that's what I'm trying to keep in mind. Like, yo, Chrissy, it's time to just... You know, mellow out a little bit. You've been working. You can, you can, you can relax. You can buy yourself, you know, what you want today. You could buy them shoes. You Mm -hmm. can, you can treat yourself. Treat yourself. You know. So yeah, (laughs) that's um, that's basically it. That's why. That's why I think because there's that Mm -hmm. misconception that when you succeed and you have money, yeah, you can relax. Now it's not the case. Them people, they don't sleep. Mm -hmm. Successful people don't sleep. Like, they claim that, and they say it's important to do that, but they don't sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I think. That's my theory. To piggyback off of that, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday at CultureCon, Tracy Ellis Ross was there, mm-hmm. um, and she was talking a little bit about comparison, mm-hmm. how, like, oftentimes we compare our outsides to someone's um well, we compare our insides yeah. to someone's um, outsides. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, they, yeah. So, and I felt that because, you know, I, I'll be scrolling on Instagram like all mm-hmm. day and I'm like, oh, she like, she like has this, she has that, like she has this big house, yeah. she was by herself, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like my age, but it's like, that's just the outside. That's just yep. a picture, mm-hmm. you know, but like, I'm pretty sure she had to go through a lot to get to that mm-hmm. house, you know? Yep. So, uh, maybe part of that, that we feel the need to rush is because we're looking at, like, what other yeah, people are doing. definitely. Because I have so many role models that are, like, my age, mm-hmm. and they're doing what I want to be doing at the same time as them. And I'm like, wow. Like, Summer Walker, I love her. Ari oh, Lennox, yeah. I love her. Oh, yes. Meg The Stallion, that's my homie. <laughs> like, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, those are people. Everyone loves him. The baby, man. Honestly. I love the baby. <laughs> I love his music. I love his personality, his energy. Steve Lacey, that's my boo. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> honestly, all these people that I, like, look up to, and they make such amazing work, and it's just like, I'm supposed to be with you, mm-hmm. making this music with you, doing these moves with you, and I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to get there, though. I feel like that's why I'm, like, with all those people that I do want to work with someday, I'm trying to keep in mind, like, all right, it may not be today, but it's going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or like you know, in the metaphorical sense, not literally tomorrow. Because right. <laughs> I wish, I wish. But yeah, I just I don't know. That's that's very valid what she just said. I think mm-hmm. it's just that's the devil with social media. Mm-hmm. It be setting you up, but it's such a good tool to have. But at the same time, I feel like that's back to the balance thing. Mm-hmm. You have to balance it out. You know, make sure that you realize and recognize that other people's story is a your story type thing. So, yeah, yeah, just got to be mindful. People go into social media not realizing that it's 
exactly that social media it's not it's really not real life it's the pieces of life that people want you to see Mm -hmm. they're not showing you you know the struggle they're not showing you the tears they're not showing you the heartbreak they're not showing you you know being disrespectful disrespected they're not showing you the thousand no's no 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 no's that you got you know that's true you know you gotta if you're gonna be on social media you have to be mindful like this is the moment that they want you to see this isn't the moment that you know before the bad part of what they were seeing Mm -hmm. so yeah that's, that's true. How I social media. Yes. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Yeah, that's really good advice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I feel like I don't I don't even show like those things right. either. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I know that those people aren't showing yeah. and they they are going through stuff mm-hmm. just like I am. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of revamping my social my Instagram at least completely. Like I feel like mm. it's cute. But <laughs> it's like cuz honestly I just show my outfits. I like yeah, yeah, my outfits. Yeah. <laughs> I like to show my outfits and my clothes, but I feel like you know what? I think it's time to, you know, try something new. I'm probably enjoy my pictures now because I'm probably going to archive them pretty soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And start fresh and I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but Something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start over, see what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I um don't know how much time we have. Oh, ten. Ten? Oh, okay, cool, okay, cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? <sighs> Let's talk about transition. Mm-hmm. Transition into what? Like in- <laughs> just like in general. It just it just kind of came to me. Um, and I know we talked a lot um about like you know goals and like achieving mm-hmm. them and the kind of like highs and lows about it. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know how do you like how do you deal with like transitions or like. I think how I dealt with my transition, and I'm going to use my transition from film to mm-hmm. music as an yeah. example. I think it's because if I've been thinking about doing this for so long, that means I obviously really want to do it. That's what I've realized. Because if when you, when you, like, I think about it like in clothes, for example, you go to the store, you see something really cute, and you're like, oh, I really want this. I really love it. It's so cute. And you put it back down. But the next day, you completely forget about it. So it's like, all right, I'm not going to think about it again. But if you wake up the next day and you're still thinking about that shirt, then you can go back and get it because you really, really want it. That's how I think about transition. It's like if you if you want something bad enough, then it's going to stay in your head for a very long time. And that should be the indicator that you want to do it. And so you should do it. That's what it was with music for me. So imagine me doing film and everything uh, everything else for as long as I've been doing it and then all of a sudden I'm thinking about how much I want to do music I've been thinking about wanting to do music since I was 18 so 18 19 20 21 I've been thinking about doing music for four years and I never did it because I was scared because I didn't think I could do it because I didn't think I was good enough so those four years was my transition into music before I actually made music because it was like, I've been thinking about this long enough for me to be like, all right, it's time for me to actually do it if I'm going to keep saying I'm going to do it. So yeah, that was, that's how I think of transition in my, mm-hmm. in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like sort of want to know like, um, how does it really kind of make you feel or like your mindset as you're kind of transitioning, especially uh, now, like you did the music. So maybe like a transition into a different sound that mm-hmm, you want to try. So yeah. like, what are you really like? thinking of or feeling like I think confusion mm-hmm. was uh was was the main emotion that I felt when I was transitioning because I was like 
I don't know if I'm supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. Because, like, I kind of grew up in the time where people were clowning people for doing different things. Like, like some of your faves, back in the day when they started doing other things outside of what they were doing, they were getting clowned for it. Like, mm-hmm. Ice Cube, when he was making music and he was transitioning into making music, people was like, why is he doing this? Or, like, basketball players who want to become rappers. Like, right. um, Amon... I can't believe that. Amash Sherpa. Sherpa. Uh, Tayana's boo. Tayana's husband. Um, He's a basketball player, right? And now he's making music, and he's Mm -hmm. pretty good at it. People, it's just like, we we have examples of people who, and like we have Childish Gambino, who's also Donald Glover. You Mm -hmm. know, we have examples of people who make it okay to do other things. But before that, we didn't have that. Anytime somebody tries to branch into something new, Anytime if somebody tried to do something new, like within the 2000s, they was clowned for it. So mm-hmm. it's like now I'm seeing people that I look up to in the entertainment industry saying that it's okay to do more than one thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, I don't have to feel so guilty about wanting to do more than one thing. Like it's okay for me to do one more than one thing, especially if it's something that you really want to do and it's something that you're really going to work on. So I think it's just part of being being in the transitioning stage and even right now while I'm trying to figure out what sound and vibe I want to go for in my music is trying to go through the motions of being comfortable with yourself and the decision that you want to make with your art so I think that's basically how my transition went if mm-hmm. that makes sense I it hope does. That, yeah, yeah cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like giving yourself permission to mm-hmm. do more than exactly one thing. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. Nice. <laughs> um, no, I, I feel you on that too mm-hmm. about like just doing that. I I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard for me mm-hmm. to go through transitions. Transitioning is hard. It's not supposed to be easy because it's introducing yourself to something new. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you're going to have that aha moment where it's like, you know what? I'm tired of thinking about this. I'm mm. going to just do it. Because that's right. literally how it happened. I hit up my friend LV one day and I was like, all right, LV. No, 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 no. Before, we was a, it was a hangout time. It was after an improv show that I performed in and I took my friend LV to the side and I was like, yo, LV, I need you to listen to something real quick. He was like, all right, let's go listen to it, you know? Yeah. And then I, he listened to it. He's like, yo, Chrissy. That's my <laughs> LV voice. <laughs> you got it. You know, this is really good. You know, you should really take this serious. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then, so um, I think within the next month or so, I can't tell you dates, but mm-hmm. pretty soon after that, I was in the studio and I made a song that is never gonna be released. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could do this. I was like, cool, cool. I was like, I, I, I'm in this now. Now that I've done it, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And then soon afterwards, I was working on introducing C Virgo, and it came out July twenty sixth. So mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, transitions are hard, but the, you're going to have that aha moment where you're tired of just thinking about it and you actually just want to do it. Because all it took was me like pulling my friend to the side and being like, listen to this. And he was like, that's good. And I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'll have your aha moment. It'll come. You're going to be tired of just thinking about it eventually. Yeah. It's coming up. Because I already, you're antsy. You, you keep talking about it. You're bringing I, it up. So I know. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. <laughs> 
And also ask for help. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't realize that that opens doors too is asking for help. Because yeah. if I didn't, I don't think if I pulled him to the side and asked him to listen to it, I would have done music. I would have I wouldn't have done it if mm-hmm. I didn't pull him to the side and ask him what he thought about it. And I feel like if you just ask the person who is the same interest in what you're doing, who already had their like who made their way into their lane, it's like, all right. I could trust them. They're comfortable with themselves, and that makes me comfortable. So I'm going to do it with them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, I was listening to something. I forgot what it was. But I was listening to something uh, about two weeks ago and um, on YouTube, and the guy was saying, transition is a skill. Mm-hmm. Change is a gift. so it's like in order to get the change that Mm -hmm. you want in order to like you know successfully move from this like nasty crappy job Mm -hmm. to like the best job ever Mm -hmm. like you're gonna have to go through something Mm -hmm. and it's different from change Mm -hmm. the act of transitioning is different because it's like you're going through it you're going through stuff in order to get to that Mm -hmm. exactly that Exactly. So wow. yeah, you had to start somewhere. Yeah, was basically, yep. yeah. Um, so we probably have like a couple minutes left. Oh, so yeah. I'm so lost in her words. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you. Thank I know you're you. very like articulate. You speak very well. Oh, my mom will be so happy to hear that <laughs> word out of you. She loves the word articulate. Like honestly, while I'm sitting here, I'm like, all right, Chrissy, don't slur your words. Like your mom is gonna probably listen to this. <laughs> I think I did a good job. Who knows? She did a good mom. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Um, we probably have time for a quick, you know, um, this or that. Awesome. I was looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you liked it from last time. I did. Um, no. No. (laughs) I I don't know why. I never have any more. But, um, since we're talking about transition, maybe, maybe like, I think I asked this last time for our other guests, but it was something like, would you, um... Not really this or that, but would you try another type of something new? Like you did film, you did acting and improv, mm-hmm. you do in mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. What even if you don't end up doing it, what would you want to do next? I want to get into real estate. <laughs> really? I'm so really? serious. I want to okay. own. I want to own land all over Flatbush. Ooh. That's like once I make enough money for that, I'm a, I'm dead gonna own Flatbush. Yeah. And I'm gonna dedicate it to. All of my Haitian folk out there, yes. all of my Trinidadians, all of, exactly. Okay. I'm, that's like honestly, Flatbush was just named um, Little Caribbean or something like mm-hmm. that, and I feel like that's a stepping stone towards my dream because I'm not involved in it. Because mm-hmm. a restaurant on Flatbush just got clo- knocked down, um, mm-hmm. Faye Kings, they just got knocked down, and a building is going to be built where. A restaurant that's been there since i was a little girl maybe before i was born wow so it's like i'm sick of seeing these buildings in areas where buildings do not belong so it's like when i'm when i get my come up my first mission is to get into real estate and buy as much land as i possibly can Mm -hmm. and give it back into investing into my community yes so yeah wow i I love that so much I thought it was gonna be something artsy. That's why yeah. I, I thought you were gonna say, "Oh, you know, 
maybe I'll do painting. Or I like, oh, I took a painting class. I did that. I did that already. I took a painting class. But that was a beautiful answer. Yeah. Now I can't wait. Thank you. you have to do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what. That's my plan. I'm going to own Flatbush. Yes. You will. Yes. I will. I'm manifesting it. I've been manifesting that since I was a little girl. Because, like, I feel like my heart broke. Because there was this little plot of land that was just sitting there when mm-hmm. I was a little girl. And since I was a little girl, I was like, yo, I'm going to buy that land and I'm going to make it into a community center for yes. people who want to do whatever they want to do and have all the resources that they want. And so when they build a big, fancy building in my plot of mm-hmm. land, I was so upset. I was like, y'all couldn't wait a little longer. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there since I was yeah. a little girl. Y'all couldn't wait another 15 years so right. I could afford to buy that land. So. Like yeah, I hate it. It'll be it'll be like just a lot of grass and, and randomness exactly. sitting there my whole childhood and then like and then just like that they put a big old two thousand dollars and like, apartments that aren't even structurally sound. You can hear your neighbors. Mm. It's cold. The windows they clear. They don't be putting curtains on them. I could see a business. I hate y'all. I hate. I hate. I hate gentrification yes. so much. It makes me sick because it's so not benefiting annoying. the people who live in that neighborhood. It's benefiting the new people who ran out of the neighborhood in the first place. Sorry to get political, but you nah, know. keep it yeah. political. <laughs> yeah, where we yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like it makes me sick to my stomach. It's like, and then they pretend, and it's like people. There are people in in what is it council mm-hmm. who are supposed to be preventing this from happening but they obviously getting money out of it say, because why are there 24 story buildings next to these small little tiny houses mm-hmm. you know why why is that why aren't you doing your job call your people call your councilman ask them why are there big 24 complex buildings built on top of two-story homes ask them you know, be yeah. be aware of your community because they getting paid. Something corrupt is going on, and you need to find out why. Because mm-hmm. until, because I don't have my real estate license yet, I don't right. have the money to back myself up to doing it. But I know somebody knows somebody who has the money to prevent this atrocity, this you know, from happening. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I have to say. Yes, <laughs> um, I I honestly don't have any questions after this. <laughs> I think we should end there. Um, but that's amazing. Oh, thank um, y'all. Thank y'all. Uh, keep the vision alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't have any words, honestly. I think, uh, but I, I, I really do think um, I side with you and I align with you. I think that that's something great. Thank I also you. see it as possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's been a little dream of mine too because there's just so much homelessness, mm-hmm. especially in New York right? alone. Yep, and it just hurts my heart seeing all these. Like I'm a dog walker that's how I exactly. make money for this, so mm-hmm. I would walk dogs for white people and mm-hmm. walk past homeless brown folk. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. well, damn. But and I'm it's like too, these so buildings that they're mm-hmm. making, it's empty. There's mm-hmm. nobody living in it, so they have the resources to give people homes. Yes. and in affordable ways, because even though the buildings aren't that great, even though they look flashy from the outside, mm-hmm. they're really terrible. But they have they have the building, they have the they space, do. they have the room, they have the money to give these people homes. But they were so focused on making money in the wrong way in that the they r- don't want to make it in an honest way, which is really sickening because mm-hmm. everybody could get paid, but everybody doesn't have heart. Everybody doesn't have, you know, they don't have love in their heart mm-hmm. to do the right thing, which is sad. But, you know, don't worry. There's a lot of people who are sick of living in their environments and seeing things the way that they are, and they're going to come up. I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm surrounded by people every day who mm-hmm. who want to do better in their community, and that's why they're doing what they're doing. So it's like I know, I know the uprising is gonna come where the good is gonna outweigh the bad. So I'm patient, I'm calm, I'm optimistic about that. So yeah, 
That's yes. good. <laughs> um, do you want to like shout out your handles again mm-hmm. just for the audience? Yes. Follow me on Instagram, cliche artist underscore C L I C H E A R T I S T underscore. <laughs> <laughs> and follow me on SoundCloud, C Virgo, C dot Virgo, you know, or is it C period Virgo, whatever, yeah, whatever y'all that. call it. Yeah. So it's like, follow me on that. And um, y'all just stay, stay, stay conscious, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. call your council people, hold them accountable, get you some me time. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> and vote. And vote, <laughs> yes, vote. Great. Yeah. Um, and we'll tag your information also for the yes. audience to, you, you know, like mm-hmm. and subscribe to your projects and Yay. your music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our Instagram is get into this pod. Yes. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Please listen to us. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends about us. Tell your mama about us. Yes. Uh, we're on Apple Podcast app, and we're also on SoundCloud. Get Dope. into this pod. Yes. Yeah, pod. And, um, yeah, you know, rate us five stars. Like, comment, you know, subscribe, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.